morning. I'm scared, Dad. What if I can't do this? Follow me. Slow down. Land. I said land. Stop. Get up. I'm actually getting used to this a little. That's not good. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to TV Concierge, a podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am Charles Holmes, a staff writer and host of the Ringer Music Show, and I am so honored to be joined here today with my friend Jomi, aka the Chief Meme Officer of the Ringer. Yo, Jomi, how you doing today, bro? I'm doing great, man. We having a blast. Listen, I cannot wait to get into this. We're here to talk about the first three episodes of Invincible, which dropped on Amazon Prime this weekend. Oh, man. Bro, I can't even speak right now. That's how excited I am to get into Damn, this, Damn, you bro. really, you see, you seem hyped. You seem ready. Um, yeah, like, let's, should we just get into it for, for the TV concierge audience? Let's just, right. let's just break it down right now. So, so, so before we get, get too deep into it, for those that don't know, Invincible uh, premiered this weekend um, on Amazon. It's a comic book series that was made in the early 2000s by Robert Kirkman. And everybody knows uh, Mr. Kirkman as the guy who created the hit sensation, Walking Dead. So honestly, Invincible is actually his um was a comic that he made before Walking Dead for Image Comics. Should I should I give him a a nice uh summation of who Invincible is? Give him a little give him a little breakdown of it. Like give him a little, give taste, him a little taste, a little sampler. All right, yeah. So basically, the the way I would describe Invincible is it's almost like a take on Spider-Man and Superman. You have this young kid called Mark Grayson without powers in the beginning of the show and the comics, but he's the son of Omni-Man, who is this world's Superman. He is he is the top dog superhero. And we follow Mark Grayson, and he's basically like, when am I going to get powers? When am I going to get powers? When am I going to get powers? And then, bam, all of a sudden, one day... It happens. He gets super strength, he gets flight, and he's thrust into this world of superheroes. He's fighting bad guys, fighting aliens, having joining this uh, world's Teen Titans, and uh, learning from his dad some things that he uh, does know, and down the line, some things that he will end up finding out. Is that is that is that a good kind of lead in for who Invincible is, Joe? Did I do? I think job? that's a, I think that's a great great summary. You killed it. You killed so. It. 
show me what is what is your uh, history with Invincible? Were you reading the comics? Did you come fresh into the Amazon series? Let me know. I will tell you straight up. I had no idea what this show was when I got into it. Didn't read the comics. <laughs> you know, I didn't even see like the ads. You know, I just woke up one day. I was like, all right, let me check what everybody's watching this week. And people were talking about Invincible. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, animated superhero stuff. I love that stuff. You know, I, I grew up watching Teen Titans, you know, Batman. So, okay, you know, I was okay. like, I'm into it. Let me see what's happening. And I watched episode one and I was like, oh, this is this is it right here. I, I need more of this, <laughs> this show. And I, I marathoned the rest of the series, you know, throughout the weekend. This show, I think, I think honestly, like even just watching the first three episodes, it has a chance to be really special. Mm, this is, this is what I love to see. Cause I, I started reading Invincible during its original run in the early 2000s. So this is, this is my favorite, one of my favorites, top five comic book series of all time. Uh, and I think what you what you see in the first three episodes is Invincible is a show about subverting comic books and superheroes because they take the things that we love and know about superheroes and they twist it just a little bit to make it a little more violent, a little bit more demented. And the thing about Robert Kirkman that I think people love about him is you can tell that he has a little bit of a dark side. Whether it's Walking Dead, whether it's Invisible, he likes, just he likes the bit. guts, just a he likes bit. the gore. So me talking to Jomi right now, somebody who can come into Invincible Fresh is so, so funny. So when when you're plopped into this Technicolor world, Jomi, like were you were you kind of expecting the left turns that the show would take? Because I would say for like the first 30 minutes, it's just kind of a run-of-the-mill superhero show. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly... You know, coming in, I thought honestly thought we're getting like a little, you know, a little more PG, you know, type thing from Amazon and superheroes. You know, they got okay. the boys, which is his own different monster. So I thought, oh, you know, we're going to come in here, see some light, you know, father son bonding, you know, like it's going to be real cool <laughs> seeing how he navigates this this thing. And then it just wasn't like that. <laughs> All of a sudden it just wasn't that. And I was like, OK. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm we're, we're not going to spoil it, but that last minute twist, I think that the series hinges on it because it takes it from like your cartoon network Teen Titans into almost like Harley Quinn land where you're like, oh, oh, they're doing something completely different with this show. It changes the entire game, honestly. Like it take, like you said, like it takes it from being like, oh, this is pretty cool. Some I watch with my, you know, my my brother, you know, my little my little cousins, to being like, oh snap, it's a whole different level of of things that are about to happen here. You know, we don't want to spoil it for y'all, you know, but it's it takes the show to a different level that I cannot wait to see explored in future episodes and future seasons. Like it's it's incredible. I talked to Robert Kirkman um, for the show, and the funny thing that people may not know is that when he was writing the comics, what it takes the episode, uh, episode one, that big twist, I think it took him six or seven issues of the comic coming out monthly to get to. So what ended up happening is like, Robert Kirkman thought that the comic would be, would be canceled within like the first 13 issues because you have to think like six, waiting six, seven months to find out that this isn't just your normal superhero show is a lot. And what Invincible does in that first 40 minutes is, is condense that storyline. And I wanted to ask you, we're, we're used to 
30-minute superhero cartoons. How did you feel as a viewer coming in knowing that this is going to be 45, 15 minutes? This is, they're treating this almost like an hour-long drama in the same way that they treat the boys. Yeah, I, 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 thought, it, I thought it was interesting. I was like, okay, you know, this is going to be something that like, you know, I'll, 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 I'll peep it out, you know, like, let's see, you know, what this is going to be. I honestly thought it was going to be like the boys' light, you know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of like the adultness of it. Mm. You know, but that first 30 minutes is real, like, it's real, again, like, it's real PG. I'm thinking, like, <laughs> this is something, this is some you know, Teen Titans Go type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it, it just, it just shifts, like, on a, on a dime. It doesn't give you a second to process. It's just like, boom. And, like, I'll say, full stop, I saw, I saw it coming. I saw something coming. You know what I'm saying? You I'm saw not, again, something, so you knew it by, by, I, by I knew then. it by, like, by, like, minute 30. You know, I knew something was off, you know, but then like, but again, like the spectacle of it is just, it's just special. And and, we, and we're talking, we haven't even talked about the voice talent on this show. Oh, the voice talent is stacked. Let me run through it. Let me run through it really quick. I have it. We have uh, Mark Grayson is played by Stephen Yoon from Walking Dead fame. Uh, Nolan Grayson, his father, who plays Omni-Man, is J.K. Simmons. Debbie Grayson is Sandra Oh. So, like, already there, stacked. Rex Blow, Jason Manzukis, the robot, played by Zachary Quinto. So, already they are lined up and have just such a stacked roster. What did you think of the voice talent? I mean, Bezos bucks, man. You know, when you got that type of money, you can get anybody you want, man. Like just listening to, you know, all the the actors and actresses, like they were they were killing it. And I'm like, like it takes you into that their world, you know, because it's easy to get, you know, you can get anybody to come voice check, send a booth, you know, talk for a couple hours and get that check. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. You know, but these everybody's putting like hard into it. Like I've never I've never heard Sandra O oh do, you know, voiceover. She's out there. She's doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like J.K. Simmons. He was he was Tenzin and Cora. You know, so I've got experience with him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He, was ten- he was Tenzin. Then we got a uh, Commissioner Gordon in the Snyderverse. He was uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man films. So my man, like off top, already a legend. We got four classic performances and he kills it in this. Yeah, he's like, he's just really, really, really talented. And I mean, it goes for the whole cast. Like everybody's like putting their all into it. And so you, when you feel that energy watching it, you know, especially after episode one, you're like, wow, like I want to, I want to see more. If we break down kind of the, the business of Invincible. It's clear why it's hitting Amazon. They had a runaway hit with the boys. And I think what's funny is, is that for a lot of people, they're going to think is like, oh, are they just doing an animated version of the boys? Is this just boys life? <laughs> but kind of what's funny is that Invincible came before the boys. The boys as a comic released in 2006, Robert Kirkman released Invincible in 2003. And what's funny is this was all part of a trend that was happening in Image Comics um, and just all independent comics in general. You had Robert Kirkman who was doing Invincible Walking Dead. You had Mark Millar. He was hitting it out of the park with like, Things like Wanted, you had Brian K. Vaughn with Ex Machina, Why the Last Man. And all of these things were deconstructing comic books. They were deconstructing superheroes. And I think what people will see when you watch Invincible is that this is a show about deconstructing, like, what would happen if we had heroes in this real-world setting? 
how violent would it be? How how gory would it be? Um, what are the what are the big choices? You know? Yeah, I I think the thing I love a lot about the show is that it doesn't shy away from like these things. The you know the the accidents that happen and the effect they have on people. You know, like you know again not to spoil it, but there's a scene where one of the characters has to has to deal with the aftermath of of an event. And you can just, you can feel the pain in their voice. And you're like, wow, like, you know, in most super, you know, Marvel movies, people die all the time and they just, you know, go back to Avengers Mansion and go hang out and play, play cards or whatever. But in this show really has you grappling with the effects of being a hero is hard, being a hero is tough, you know? And I, and I love that. I love, you know, seeing the ethos of being, of being a superhero. It's, it's really important. And it just brings a, a heft to the show that like a lot of superhero shows, you know, don't have, you know, these days. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. All right, guys. I'm Charles Holmes, the host of the Ringer Music Show. And you can catch me on the Ringerverse every Friday with my man Van Lathan breaking down Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yo, my meme soldier over there, Jomi, where can where can the people find you? Well, you can find me at Jomi Dineron on Twitter and Instagram, but also... Make sure to follow Ringerverse on Twitter and IG. Get into the Facebook group, The Ringerverse. You know, we're getting these these channels started up and we'd love to have you guys to they're interacting and following us. So get on in there, man. Like follow and follow, share. Let's get it. If you guys want to hear our spoiler-filled discussion of Invincible, make sure to check out the Ringerverse episode with me and Jomi. We're getting into everything Invincible. Thank you for tuning in to TV Concierge. We will be back later this week for more. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.